bring it closer to the edge of the table. Yeah, like the closer the better, honestly. So. Turn my mic up. Uh, turn my mic up. Oh, actually turn it on because it's not even on. Uh, flip that switch up. <laughs> turn my mic on. Uh. Yeah, man. Let me get a sound check. Burp check. Mic check, mic check. Oh, yeah, you good. Okay. Am I peeking? No, no, no. I already tested all those levels. Oh, man. I remember you was first talking about this. Now I'm here. Like, Oh, really? He was like, man, before I think I it even happened? Podcast, man. I was like, oh, yeah, do it, man. Do it. Yeah, so he's a man of his word. The first time we were talking about it was actually shooting your video. shooting the green screen in here. <laughs> and then to find out no, no, it was before that. It was the first time I came over on my own shit video. Was it the first time? That was, that yeah. was, that was. Yup, forgot about that. On the front porch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the first time I brought it up. Damn. Because I was, I, was, I, was, I was listening to Dream Champs. You say, yeah, I listen to it, too. Yeah. You, you say you was trying to start your own shit. You already had the equipment, or you just needed I was mics. getting the equipment soon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then now it's like, we got everything we need, so now it's like decoration, actually getting the skill of it better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like The formula of the formula, <laughs> the set, yeah, like the setup. We got a solid foundation. It could be I better see, still. Yeah. I see. I but, can see uh, a big ass like ad right yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> you can see it right yeah. now. Downy, like you know. What I'm yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then that area will be cleaned out by the end of this week because can you we, shoot on a camera phone. Yeah, the whole thing. Shoot I on an iPhone seven. I've mm-hmm. been watching your shit. I thought you shoot like an uh, actual camera. Nah, bro, iPhone <laughs> seven. Did we try that once? Yeah, we tried it with somebody. We did, but remember, the cameras, they it don't record for that long. They won't oh, go for an hour on straight. The car, on the car. It oh. wasn't my camera. It was... Uh, who's, who's, uh, and Jeff's camera. Jeff's camera. Yeah. Oh, true. Because at that true. point, legally, they enter into video camera realm or something like yeah. that. So they can't... The DCLRs, is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. They can't go for that long legally. Yeah. So then, yeah. They know that. The yeah, iPhone, the the iPhone pretty much became the one. Yeah. You can do an hour on there? I, can, I got... I mean, that bitch will go. 64? Yeah. 129. Okay. Yeah. Need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven, right? Seven, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got better at pacing ourselves, though. You know? Because we used to just keep going and keep going and be like, oh, shit, it's like Boy, fucking, our, it's fucking bro, Titanic. We, bro, we would be 30 <laughs> minutes in and be like, oh, yeah, back to that point from, like, the 15-minute mark. <laughs> right, right. Just, Are we already starting? Because you're talking into the mic. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. you already yeah. started. <laughs> Sometimes so, he has, like, a little bit of what's happening I always do. I kind of over... <laughs> I did a little bit of an overkill today. I'm at five minutes right now. I'm going to trim some of the beginning off. So we've already started. Every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> so we, o- okay. we always... We, I always start rolling, because you might not have been able to catch some of the episodes. I always start rolling before. Okay. And then it does, like, like the background, and then we hit it with the... You ready? I like that. It was smooth. It was smooth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Three Oak Podcast, where even the artists can be fans. AJ the Menace. Shane M. Petty. And today we have with us the OG Raleigh legend, motherfucking head graphics. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> so my man, he was a little nervous about coming, you know what I'm saying? He said... Verbatim, you know what I'm saying? I'm the nigga behind the camera. I'm not the one that's supposed to be in front of the camera. It's all good. You got the corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. You relax, you know? We do everything that we can to make our guests comfortable. So, yeah. I mean, we got like we got a nice plethora of questions for you. Except we took yeah. away your comfortable chair, though. We did. We did. <laughs> My yeah. lawn chair. Can't get that comfortable. My lawn chair. <laughs> hey, this is more bossy, though. Got my little tennis balls at the... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then the, yeah. But the dogs chew, like, too off, so... Mm-hmm. It's all good. But shit like that happens in the garage, so yeah. it's all good. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, we could just start it off from the beginning. So, uh, Head Graphics is a let us know what you are. I am. Where am I? God damn. That's what I'm saying. You do a lot, <laughs> I'm a bro. I'm a black so. man. I'm a, I'm a black man first, and that's hard. Yeah, um, yeah. But 
I'm a black man trying to do good out here, man. Mm-hmm. A good heart, bad credit. You know what I'm saying? Good that's heart, bad my life, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be my book. That's your motto. Yeah. Good heart, black. Good, good heart, bad credit. But yeah, I do uh, video production. I do graphic design. I consider myself a director, but I'm more of a aspiring director. Um, if you want to get technical with it, uh, I do. Like I said, graphic design. And really, bro, I'm just trying to be uh, a business business person, entrepreneur, creative, and even that space is a gray area because. It's two sides of it. You got to be the creative or the business. They don't really mix that well, but trying to like it's hard. It's hard to mix both, bro. Yeah, it's hard, bro. Yeah. And then not only that, like I've always had that problem doing the business and the creative because the business part to me is fun. The creative Mm -hmm. part to me, which I was telling uh, like Leon and Shane, um, and Shane, yeah, the the most fun that I have is Mm -hmm. the actual performance part, the entertaining part, like the being in the studio. I mean, I could put some ill shit together, but that's like not my favorite part on any level, like. So it's hard to like click on and off, and then when it's like marketing time, I'm like, that's yeah, what let's you do first. You do the, yeah. you do the artist first, but yeah. then, you, then you realize, okay, if I want to go, I want to take this serious. I got to be in my business shit. So, yeah. but I was always in my life. I was the yeah. business person first, right. then I was artist second. So, yeah, right, but then right. when you're on an independent level, it's almost like you have to wear those, those many hats, you know, right. because exactly. you don't have other people to do. Okay, now you know I'm gonna let so and so do the business mm-hmm. side. It's like, no, I don't have anybody. But then, so I that's have the to hardest do. part at that point. Now finding somebody who's gonna go as hard as you. Yeah, because if I get give you this job to do it better be done on my level or 10 percent higher you know what i mean and that is rare as fuck to find especially to find some because everybody that we gonna run into primarily on a local level is chasing their own dream or is an artist themselves or is an artist themselves so yeah even outside looking in i'm like well damn who's managing these artists because everybody's an artist now so it's like everybody's an artist and then not doing it for free Right. Yeah, and so it's like, right, and then, right. you have to, and then it's like that, we ain't got that many dollars to spread around. <laughs> yeah. even, you know even, even like with that, you gotta have someone that's gonna believe in you, and that's hard to do. Like on an indie level, mm-hmm. um, I yeah. don't know, man. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But it's hard um, for the independent artist. It is starving artists out here. Yeah, a lot of these niggas will be starving forever too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Let's uh, let's just start from the beginning, man. Where were you born, and where was you raised at? I was born in L.A. Uh, Damn, I didn't know this. Yeah, a lot twist. Start from the jump. I was two. I was raised in Lagrange, North Carolina, with the school out there. Came out here for college to Raleigh. Um, Been out here for about eight years and just been on my creative shit, man. Try not to tap the table. It picks up like crazy. You good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm on, like, the No Jumper podcast. You ever heard that? No he, Jumper, yeah. I watch no it on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, he used to crucify people for tapping the table, and oh, I, really? I fully understand that. <laughs> I, I fully definitely, understand people. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but if it's, I can hear what I'm doing, then I'll stop. Definitely. It's crazy. <laughs> but see, that's the next thing. I need to get headphones for everybody yeah. so everybody can hear what's going on, right. yeah, and then yeah. that'll auto-check people when they hear exactly. it. But yeah. it's I'm the only one, so. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, I didn't know, one, you were born in L.A. Two, I didn't even realize you weren't even in the Raleigh area until after. After high school. Yeah. Because I thought you were here the whole time. Yeah, because I be with people and they be like, well, you went to Millbrook or how do you That's what I thought. Like, I thought you yeah. went to like Millbrook or something. Millbrook. Or like I Millbrook. Millbrook was a street. I didn't know it was a high school. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. It does sound like a street. Damn, it, is a, it is a street. Though, oh, yeah. But, but were you working with people even in LaGrange in the Raleigh that were in high school and like putting no, no, out? No, 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 no. I was, I was mostly just drawing, you know, sketching and I was trying to find a way to take my, my drawing skills and Put it into like and get into a market that was profitable instead of just trying to sell my art. Mm. Um, so Which graphic design kind of yeah. popped off for me. I was like, okay, let me do this. That's and I was trying to go to Atlanta, but I got denied because my grades were super low, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and I had found a school out in Wakefield, which is pretty much Raleigh, 
where um, oh, I got yeah, accepted. Yeah. I got accepted that summer. So I went to it. I did my little two years, and then I started working. I was reaching out with a couple of artists. The first artist I reached out to was this guy named Steve Urkel. He goes by Napoleon. Um, I, want, I so, definitely yeah. know Steve's, yeah. I worked with him, did a lot of uh, his graphic design stuff, and we did a couple of videos, and then, like, it just kind of snowfall from there. Damn. Mm. So he was the very first person that <laughs> He was that the you first, could... Brad. Like, like, honestly, bro, I got to give my hat off to that man because <laughs> without him, I probably wouldn't. Like, of course, I did, like, the networking myself, but just yeah. that, that pass of, like, this is this person, talk to them, and then yeah. and kind of start from there. Because if I would have just came out here and thought niggas was going to fuck with me, Mm-hmm. Just it off, the strength, off the yeah. strength, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. yeah, and not only see because Steve is somebody that I mean, I remember when I had uh when I had uh, Nick in here, mm-hmm. we were talking about. I was telling him like even back when I was in high school and I wasn't into music, there were certain people you heard about in high school still, mm-hmm. which were I knew him in high school. I didn't know him, but I seen his name on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Him, Steve's. And um, King Mez were like the three people that I yeah, knew yeah, in yeah. high school. They, they was like together. They, they yeah. King Mez and uh, yeah. Steve so yeah. those are the people that I knew in high school. So like the fact that you, the first person you found, it was just like a solid ass connect on top. And of I've that. worked <laughs> with Mez on his album cover just off the relations I've made from Steve's. And which so was I the, up with Courtney, who's a photographer, and he was mentioning. Uh, to Mez about me about my work Jefferson we right Courtney Jefferson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I met him like once or twice on occasion cool too, yeah. cool it's like a big hmm. brother um, I gotta see what's up with him I don't know if he's in Atlanta now or what yeah but I say I think last time I heard he was in New York yeah okay but I don't know if he's still up there yeah but uh shit damn so you was in LaGrange so um so what was your upbringing like like was your was both your parents there uh my mom was single single mom mm-hmm. okay know, so bullshit. uh <laughs> struggle but like yeah. it was beauty in it because like I know how it's like to not have money and make things happen without money. Um, mm-hmm. Just yeah. see, and then seeing stuff, knowing what not to do. But I was I was in a house twenty four seven, but I was around mm-hmm. so much shit. My my house is twenty five percent of trap house. My yeah. brother would sell weed out there and yeah. like growing up, like I would see so many people in my house, like bagging up weed and shit. I didn't know these people. Like people was in in and out of my house. Yeah, but I was like I was in the house, but I was making you know what I'm saying. I was I was around it, but I wasn't. I was in my heart of it, yeah. yeah. So, but at the same time, you saw a hustle early. I saw it early, yeah, early. I yeah, saw some shit, right? like, which I mean, that's definitely translated to you now because I yeah. mean, you're like full blowing. You be out here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that definitely, even if it wasn't maybe the best influence, it was still some mm-hmm. shit. I mean, you people learn good shit from bad things all the time. So yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah. but uh, that's what's up. So like, was there like what kind of music was in your house like back in the day? Back in the day, I mean, my my dad was around probably like so like five. Then he left, did his Cali thing, still in Cali right now. Uh, but he was listening to like a whole bunch of like eighties, uh, right? Like it's a whole list of artists. I can't even know where to start. Like I don't yeah. even know. It's a whole bunch of New York shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, so, your parent or your parents both? They both met out in L.A. and everything. No, my mom. My mom is from Southern Pines, which is not too far from here. Oh yeah, that's not. Isn't there like a big um, golf course there or something like that? My dad is from the Bronx, but he has family. In like in the L.A. Cali area uh-huh. that he travels out to every time. Uh, but when I was born, we was already out in L.A. But they met here. They met yeah. in high school. Okay. Um, but they had moved out there when I was born. So, got it. Okay. All right. So like, so some of the influences. I'm sure you had some popping music and a little bit of East Coast and West Coast. I'm assuming because mm-hmm. you were from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, uh, how did that like? Does that like describe your style? Like. Did, the stuff, like the images you saw when you were younger, like mm-hmm. how would you describe yeah. your are style? There, are there any also? Are there any like movies or anything that like really influenced you from like a uh, visual uh, standpoint? Honestly, the first movie I ever seen was Boys in the Hood. Oh, um, yeah. yep, that's Classic. the first movie I remember seeing. I was watching it with my dad. Honestly, 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just stood out to me because it was like it was a it was a black voice. You could hear the voice mm-hmm. of the director through the film. And at at the time, I was I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but I seen yeah. these images of myself within the movie because it was yeah. from a black voice. It it seemed yeah. authentic. It was authentic. Um, and like I said, like John Singleton is one of my biggest inspirations. Just off seeing that, and that was my first film. So I always thought, oh well, shit, all films should be like this. Yeah, because it's my first true, true experience of a film. Yeah, and people take for granted like how uh, black people watch movies and and TV shows. They and don't realize we, how important it is when, mm-hmm. especially when you're a kid and you see people on screen that looks like you and have the same type of life like that you. Is it's true. like it, you know, like the first movie I maybe felt like that was like watching Crooklyn by Spike Lee. Oh. And I was like, man. And I was a kid around that time, maybe around the same age. And I was just like, man, like seeing black kids on, you know, there's a scene where he's like scraping like, uh, the what do ice you call it? The, the ice off. Yeah, the dude walking up and selling ice on the block. Yeah, putting the liquid on it and stuff. I've never seen this. I've never seen this on screen before, you know? You know how fire Crooklyn is? You know how they be streaming like all the black movies on Facebook? Yeah. I fucked around and was sitting in front of the damn stream. Oh, shit. I never caught that on I caught that one on there one time. I sat there for like the last hour like, man, this movie is fire, bro. And then I just saw Bronx Tale like two nights ago. Sucked around and got me. Yeah, that movie's fire. Fire too, oh, yeah. but um, that's cool though. Damn, that, okay. So like, um, Boys in the Hood was like the first one, and then yeah. um, so I'm assuming because like we, I see it in your visual style now, mm-hmm. where like, especially when it comes to like film, mm-hmm. outside of like where like that old '90s nostalgia mm-hmm. is 100 percent like, mm-hmm. like you can tell you came from that cloth. Like, is that something that you like try to? Bro, it's honestly, it's natural, but like. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's di- it shouldn't be any different because I grew up in the same area at the same time everyone else my peers grew up in. So that's true. I don't know how different it is for other people. Like that's yeah. what I just that's what I saw. That's what I grew up with. So yeah, you know what I'm and I'm the same way. I don't know. I guess some people choose to like forget it quicker than mm. us. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know I, every time I see it, it just like even if it's whack, I'm just gonna like it off the way it looks. You know what I'm saying? Like immediately, you know. Yeah. So it's a little different, like for yeah. me, because I know I'm definitely gonna harness that, like yeah. that. Like look. if if I see anything to do with like VCRs and Nintendo cartridges and shit like that, and I don't know if it's, you know I'm like the oldest one here. So yeah. When, whenever I see that stuff, I'm just like it takes me back to like being a kid and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. But, yeah, but. Damn. Um. Shit. You know what? I fucked around and lost my place, man. Hold on. <laughs> no, I guess like I have uh, pulled up here. Like, uh, wh- what would you describe? Uh, sort of like your your visual style. Like, what are you sort of like going for? Like, I guess like with your influences, you said John Singleton is like one of your influ- influences. Would you say like he was sort of like a strong? Uh, like, could you see his work in what you do almost? Even if it's like music videos, yeah, because it's the f- it's like the my first introduction into into what film was um so and i loved it like yeah that's that's how i kind of got into film because i love what i saw and how it was done yeah i'm more interested interested in how shit was done Mm -hmm. than what's above the surface yeah Um, yeah so you like the process so you see some dope shit you want to know how i love the process (laughs) yeah anything like yeah and like why people like it i'm into that um just like the mind and psychology behind it the science yeah. Um, but you're, you're what you asking me like describing my style, my oh yeah, yeah my yeah, uh, like visual style as far as like like when yeah. you yeah like when you're coming at a project like yeah. uh, my thing is um, I work with a lot of artists, but yeah. I try to make the artists look as good as possible. But mm. 
not like something you would get from anyone else around the area. Like yeah, my yeah. thing is to stand out visually with my my production mm-hmm. and the way I get mm-hmm. angles and color grade and all of that stuff. Yeah. So like when I tell you this is how much it's gonna cost, you're not looking at me crazy. Like you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? So, yeah. It's I worth mean, the price. The it's, fee is there for a reason. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it visually looks good and it looks like I try to make my stuff as close to a movie as possible. Nice. You did because the own shit looked like a movie, yeah, like the way it. it was shot. Like you know, that shit was the car coming down the driveway. And I put a lot of thought into my stuff too. Most people yeah. just they show up to a parking lot, we shoot it, we go home. Yeah, I'm there <laughs> is, two nights before. <laughs> that is true. Taking references like color patterns and things like that and lighting. Yeah. So um, that's that's my take okay, on nice. just like working with different people and how I portray my work. Mm-hmm. So now, where, where did you go to, like, sort of, like, hone your skills? Like, what school? Because, I mean, like, you said you went to uh, SEA, right? Yeah, I went to what School year of Communication was that? Arts. That was 2009, fresh out of high school. Oh, like so I you said. graduated in so 2009. I graduated high school in 2009. I, honestly, yeah. I was supposed to be uh, 2008, but I failed seventh grade off, off math homework. And, uh, oh. Off so homework? Off math homework. That's what she Ma- told me. You Wait, so you would have been going there in 2008? I don't know you if I would have been going there, okay. but like I said, I, I got accepted that summer. I wasn't supposed to. So we're the same to. age because no, I graduated in 08. <laughs> yeah, I, I graduated in 08 then, yeah. yeah. So we're around the same age. Yeah, so yeah. I went to the School of Communication Arts yeah. originally for a graphic design. Um, exactly. they, ha- they also have like film yeah. and audio majors there. So I would see a lot of film stuff getting done and I would mm. see a lot of photography things getting done. So like, oh, I can kind of tap into that because initially I wanted to do a lot of stuff, yeah. but I had to focus on one thing and Graphic design is kind of my gateway to everything else. This is how I'm going to meet the clients I need to meet. Yeah. If they need this, of course, they're going to need you know visual representation. So I kind of tap into that, too. Yeah. I try to be a one-stop shop, but I realized I got to focus on hone on on one thing. But graphic design kind of was first because I was an artist first. you know, yeah. And I was like drawing and mm-hmm. I was aware of composition and things like that. So that's what my, my stuff probably stands out more than your average person with a camera. Because yeah. you were actually behind, you were putting the pen to the paper and actually. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, um, with you being, like, uh, that being, like, your first thing in, like, the visual arts, wh- when was, like, the, what was, like, the first, like, um, the first pieces that you did that were, like, head graphics? Like, this is, if you, have you been going by that name the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Where did head graphics Where did the whole origin of the name yeah, come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now so that I had, think about it. We had a school project where we had to make our own company. And um, when was this? This was in the visual arts school? This was in, yeah, visual arts. Okay. I had, uh, design, the design class. We had to make our own business cards and everything like that. Uh, my last name's Hedden. Um, growing up, my nickname was Headache or Headquarters, and then it got shortened to just Head for some <laughs> reason. I don't know why. I didn't come up with it, yeah. but that's what people would call me. But just what happened, I noticed yeah. once people were calling me Head, the Head jokes kind of went away because my head was big when I was little. Yeah. It still is kind of big. I kind of grew into it. But Low-key, so I kind of just went with it. That's what people was calling me. I'm like, no, don't, don't call me that. I'm supposed to tell everybody. No, that's what niggas was calling me. Yeah. So that my last name's Hedden, and it just made sense. So we had to make our own company, and mine was Head Graphics. Well, it was going to be heading graphics, but I was like, that's kind of weird. So let me change and make it different. So it was head graphics with an X. Yeah. So it's been that way. I just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. Um, no, it was smart. That was my Instagram and my Facebook and all that stuff. So it's yeah. not really my name. Honestly, it was supposed to be like a Swiss Beats type thing. So when you see it, you know exactly what I do. Okay. You see me on Twitter. That's why I tweet a lot. When you see my name, I try to get retweets. So when people see head graphics, okay, he does graphics. Let me oh, hit him okay. up. Let me check out his work. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So you're, what, what you're good at is in the name. 
<laughs> yeah, it's right. It's random. I don't really have to say much. Yeah. That like okay. Graphics. We, we right know what it is. Like yeah. if somebody asked me for a visual arts dude, I'm be like, I got a nigga named Head Graphics. Right. Oh, he's got to be about this life. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you pretty much the name came in college off of this project, which some fire shit has come together off of projects Appreciate because um, when I um, did my. I had a business marketing class. Mm. That's the rollout for um, procrastination at its finest was done it for the before project. Yeah. So that all worked out perfectly, and, and procrastination at its finest went off when it was going off. Yeah. But uh, so like now that you've created the name at that point, what was like the first piece that like w- I guess was Steve, what um, was Steve's or um, Napoleon LV at this point? Mm. But uh, was that like the first piece that you did with him that started giving you notoriety? What was like the first it piece or pieces that you remember? The first piece I worked on, um, I was doing actually a, like a Kid Cudi illustration in school. And my teacher was telling me, yo, you're good at this. Keep doing this. And I was like, okay, I don't want to keep doing artists that, that are popping. I want to work with, you know, more of a local artist. So I seen Steez on Facebook. My boy was in school was telling me about Steez. There's this dude named Steez. He's looking for artwork. So I kind of designed like an illustration of him. Uh, it was like a photo he had took, and I had illustrated it. And then we had went. I think he used it for his like single cover. Mm-hmm. And then mad people started hitting me up like, "Yo, I've never like they." It was like people have never seen illustration before. Yeah. Done like I think like I feel like I remember that illustration. Yeah, it was orange. I feel like I rem- yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one, bro. Damn. Yeah, that was not like the first kind of like okay, I'm a graphic designer. Oh I work with shit! Artists now. Like, Damn, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, because you know when you did that, it was. I mean, it really wasn't a common thing that you saw. Mm. Like, I mean, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. you saw it sometimes, but it wasn't no shit where niggas locally, especially right, locally, that wasn't shit, that shit takes time. It's time consuming, and you see it. Like once you see it, okay, he had to draw this, had to do this, had to line this up, had to throw in this color. It's not like a regular cutout uh, cover, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it stands out. Um, that's the that was that was 2010. So that was like the era of like the Kid Cudi. Yeah, but that like was that, that was when blogs were like you really got all your music off of blogs at that point. Exactly. Pack Div Air. Right, your right, right. Cover right there. That, Fon- that was famous. that yeah. was kind of like what everyone was doing. But like it was like a certain amount of people was doing that kind of imagery as far as like the illustrations and things like that. Um, but I think what happened was people wanted to see themselves like that. Instead of just regular pictures, they wanted yeah. to see themselves illustrated in color and like on a digital like level. Yeah, and so that's probably why I got a lot of clients from that. Okay, so that's when they started flooding in because people hey, just yeah. started. Yeah, so that that so at that point, did you immediately turn it into a business? Uh, like, did I you had know? no choice to. I, I had no okay, choice to. Yeah. So I was doing that. I was working at a French restaurant. I was a a bag weight. I started like just busting tables, but I kind of mm-hmm. got into a bag weight, which is pretty much making sure the the waitress have everything they need. Okay. And that kind of went into like a food runner position where I was just making sure they got the food and everything like that. Yeah. So I was doing that from 2009 to 2012. At 2012, the work started to try to, uh, I started getting more like graphic design work, actual, like than actual working like a job. So I was like, okay. Mm. I'm going to have to make a decision. Like, because oh, I was coming okay. in late because I was working like these on crazy I was working so on long. Yeah, <laughs> so long, like two, three in the morning. So I would come in late. So, okay, this is really taking a lot of time. So let me do what I love because I'm out of college now at this point. I graduated mm-hmm. in 2011. So I'm like, okay, I didn't go to school to do it back away. I loved it. It's but a fact, like, yeah. Yeah, I loved it, but it's like, it's kind of. They're, they're yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm getting steady business doing this. Right, right. This right. other thing that and I love. And it's what too. I love to do. So, yeah, of course, yeah. I made that decision. So I remember it was actually 420, 2012. I was taking a trip to New York the next day. It was no, it was the 19th. 
Marcel. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you good. Yeah, the next day, um, I was flying to New York with my homie and shit. And I was just on a plane thinking like, okay, shit, I really just quit my job to do, be a graphic designer. And just freelance. <laughs> and and on top of that, you were flying for work. Yeah, for, no, for I was, graphic no, just, design work. no, I wasn't flying for work at oh, that okay. time. I was just yeah. vacationing and just going okay, to New okay. York. Oh, okay. um, just to see, like, this is my first time going to New York. So, but like, mm-hmm. I was on a plane, like, you got on, you on a plane, it was like two, three hour, like, uh, flight or whatever. So you had time to think. So I really yeah. did this. So like, I, I didn't feel too bad because I, I was confident in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I knew this is what I wanted to do for so long, like mm-hmm. since six. Yeah. It's still a reality hit yeah. though, where you're yeah. just like, damn, yeah. I really just quit like a regular nine to five to do regular this. So it was like scary. mixed emotions <laughs> going Almost, on. Almost, but it's like I kind of felt. I know I was confident about it. Like you felt relieved decision. too. Yeah. I bet too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To yeah. Not but I, I, I did battle. a two weeks notice. I didn't just like you know fucking yeah. I'm out. Yeah, like, you no. ain't leave like a. Savage. I could have did that, but <laughs> I did that one time. They love me there, bro. When I did that one time. I left. I got. They drew me cards and shit. Like we're gonna miss you, Joseph. They oh. gave me a bottle of Ciroc. Oh, where was this at? This was at. This is a French restaurant. The so same French restaurant. restaurant. So it's a French restaurant, right? And yeah. it's a whole bunch of white people. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was the only black guy there. Yeah. So like this in Raleigh. This is in Raleigh, South North Hills. What's the um, name of it? Uh, Coquette. Coquette. Okay. okay. I mean, I probably seen it. I just never went in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been working there from 2009, 2012. People like people tell me, "Yo, you talk proper." Like I, that's probably oh why I got God. it. Just working at a French restaurant and just manners mm-hmm. and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Learn how to talk to everybody. Yeah. 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 Every community, uh, not community service, customer service. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with uppity white people that's at no pills and with money, so you gotta be. On your you gotta head. know how to talk a certain way. Yeah. I hate to have to say it like that, but that's. It's the just the reality of the yeah, world. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's like this unspoken thing. Like we kind of already know it. You we, know? There's like, certain. Voices yes, with to put on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though, I was it's, like that. It's, I was like it's that. everything but yes, master. Mm-hmm. It's hey. saying it, it's almost like walking no, no. a fine line. Uh, it's dr- yes, master in French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Talib Kweli said it in one of his songs. He was just like the white voice you use on the phone when you handle business. Uh, you know, it's yeah, just like facts. we we have sometimes we just have to put on that voice. Huh, hello, how you doing? I've seen one of those <laughs> memes where like a group of home. They were like when you're chilling with all your niggas and. A job calls and you already know what your homeboy's doing because his voice didn't change up. Like, oh uh, yes, this is Andrew. Uh, who am I? It's like, who okay, am I speaking that's right. He's speaking to white people. But yeah, yeah. I, I answer the phone like that, and people were like, "Yo, you sound white on the phone." Uh, right. A few girls tell me like, "Yo, you sound white on the, like a white man on the phone." It's like, how do how does a white man sound? That's exactly like, yeah, well, yeah yeah. Oh, you sound like. In- you know, intellectual. You sound like, smart. Wow, you, you sound okay. like that sounds like yeah, and it's it's almost it's, like an insult. <laughs> no, it's a one hundred percent insult. It's an underlying insult. Because yeah. when it comes because when it comes down to it, it's like you're telling me that I sound educated compared to everybody else that you speak to. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so really what it comes your down personal to. Problem. But at the yeah, same time, you're calling it. black people not educated exactly. for the way so they it's, speak. So it's a whole, it's like, it's a whole it's a loaded uh, statement. It is a loaded statement. <laughs> and people let it go freely too, without any like they'd be like, You talk white. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like the you look good for a black a black girl or something like that or yeah, dark skin yeah, yeah yeah exactly, they get that exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah so they probably go through that shit too like that, there's yeah. a term for it. I just can't think of it right now I'm on the corona but yeah yeah, yeah. but um okay yeah. so then you quit so now have you been working for yourself since 2012 since 2012 to think about it it's been five years yeah like, that you've been like a 100 I hired bro you're you say so like you're in the place that I would love to be like because I've been wanting to work for it's myself ups for, and downs man of course honestly and everything yeah but, but it's like. For people to take you serious, still, it's, it's still an issue. Like, people not respecting the time you put into it. And, like, I have to eat off this. So, like, mm-hmm. you have to pay me what I'm asking. And you can't cut yeah. me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm paying rent on this. Yeah. The favors and rent shit. Paid. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is how I buy groceries. Mm-hmm. Like, so if I don't get a project one week, I'm thinking, like, I'm at the grocery store. Okay, I have to put this back. I have this back. Because I haven't. That's how deep it can get. Yeah, you so haven't secured a bag yet. To, yeah. yeah. I don't have any security because it's just me. Like, this is my work. I'm trying to eat off my work. 
in my creativity. So mm. yeah. it's trying to get that across to people is the hardest part. Yeah. But now it's gotten better for you, obviously. I'm yeah. sure you had more lows than highs. Yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't definitely. even say something like that, but you know what I mean. It yeah. more freak, more changes yeah. in earlier now to uh-huh. this point. Now, um, before now, we got we're gonna we're gonna have to jump in the vine. Mm. Um, he told me, but he introduced me to this shit because yeah. I didn't even know that you were popping like on Vine <laughs> or so, anything. I, mean, I, I, would, I didn't have Vine. I so, mean, so when it let's say when it came to your visual arts career, had your visual arts career gotten to a comfortable place where? you're pretty solid on a weekly basis or monthly basis before you got on Vine and really took off? Uh, Solid, yeah. I was paying rent and, like, eating. Like, I was decent. You're, yeah, I paying was rent eating. and eating. I wasn't so, rich, yeah. but, like... You're paying rent and eating. Bro, I was out here. The necessities like, were, he, this, were, yeah, were taken care of. I wasn't of. worrying. I mean, most of the time I wasn't, but, yeah. So, okay. I wasn't then, rich, though. And then, <laughs> and then Vine popped off. Still not rich. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, people like to... Brother Head Graphics got a low key bag, which is you know, <laughs> not even. People like to think I'm rich. Like, what's that? What's that bag in the corner over there? Like, <laughs> I keep it. I keep it mellow, bro. But like the whip yeah, is man. the whip is all strategy though, because I would. I, I was because what what year is yours? Uh, 02. Okay. See, I was trying to get the 03. No. But because I had to get a loan through a bank, I couldn't. That was the only reason. I would have had the same <laughs> I had the had. 03 because, like... It was the most solid one they it built. It was the most solid, and it was like, okay, I just need a car, really. Like, let me yeah. just knock this out. I make the payments probably a year. Mm-hmm. Get something else, two, a year or two. But, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. So then uh, Vine. So Vine was out for a little bit, but I don't even think you had been on it. Now, have you been on... Were you on Vine as soon as it dropped? Uh, see, I don't even remember when Vine actually dropped. I remember when I got on it around like 2010, mm-hmm. 2011. I was on it just watching. At that time, you couldn't revine, so I was just watching. That's right, you couldn't. So you were just, you were just a uh, yeah, you just, just for last, bro, because yeah. it was a whole bunch of comedy stuff, and it was really honestly, bro, it was a whole bunch of shit I seen on YouTube, but done in a shorter term. Yeah, and that was the challenge of getting getting your point across in six seconds. Six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was interesting to me to see how people was doing it and getting these views and likes and all this and, and I was like okay I never seen something like this because when Twitter first came out Twitter was the first mobile app that was social media based I keep tapping on this table but I talk yeah. with my hands a lot but, yeah. yeah so I noticed when Twitter first came out it was the first social media platform that was basically made for phones mm-hmm. so you can get your point across quicker like yeah. you can talk to a million people just by sending out one tweet and then Facebook kind of tried to follow up because there was already desktop in, uh, on the computer at the time. So. Yeah, it was, and yeah. it was kind of, and it was built for it. Because even like the, like they would send you text message alerts mm. and shit. Like yeah, Twitter, I you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. So yeah. like Twitter was really like for the phone. Like Facebook was still sending off, yeah, yeah, text messages like you got a new comment type so of shit. So Vine yeah. was yeah. like, okay, now niggas can't really show videos like that. So we got our little video platform where we're gonna make it six seconds and just be creative. I seen that. I was like, "Wow, this is this might be something." And it actually was. I don't know what happened with it, but yeah. So, because uh, I want to know, I know you did two particular things mm-hmm. that really went off. So, one was obviously the bro. We're gonna talk about the origins of the bro. But before we got there, there's before a we got before, the yeah. but was there the was the the bro, and then you were doing the voiceovers too. The voiceovers was first. That was first. Okay, that was so, a strategy in itself. So okay, so I was, yeah, I want to know was, how you got to that strategy. For yeah. me, like I didn't want to be like. I still don't want to be famous, but I want to be respected. Mm-hmm. Going back onto the Swiss Beats thing, he's respected as a producer, but he's not always in front of the camera. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and even when he is, he might not cause a frenzy, but you just you know to pay exactly, respect when you see exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. It's the respect thing. So yeah. that was my thing. So if I can get my artistic 
point across without being seen as much, mm-hmm. then great. So I came up with this idea. Let's take people that's already established on this platform, mix their videos, mix social media with traditional media, and bring those two together. No one, no one was ever doing that at the time. So but I was doing that. No. So I was taking the six second clips from Vine and. Because I was good at editing at that point. So mm-hmm. I was kind of editing in. Because you've been deep in music videos yeah, at this point. So, so yeah. like, I was like, how can I do my own way of expressing myself through this app, um, this platform, or whatever? So Vines and Movies was uh, a thing I came up with. And it kind of like, like, I was getting 6,000 revines mm-hmm. like, in two days. Mm-hmm. So I kept doing it. And people kept asking. Like, and is this is from the first one? The first one, probably. Like, how yeah. long did it. Because like two days. Because like, it would be so it? easy for us to re. It's so much easier for people to revine mm-hmm. when it's like you do a cover for Training Day in mm-hmm. Denzel, and compared to me trying to do a funny video, you know what I mean? Yeah, like people yeah. will revine some shit quicker just because it's somebody that they like already than somebody it's that they know. familiar with you. But it's oh yeah, it resonates. With it them resonates. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my whole strategy with my content. Yeah. Okay. So so the first one went off within the first. It two was days. the training day. Yeah, that was the first one and went off by six thousand. But the person that was the voice had a vine already that was already established and was doing numbers. So when people seen the visual. But oh, it's heard the, the voice. It's the voice is <laughs> fine, yeah. and it's funny. It matched. It synced because I I was good at editing. Yeah. So and it didn't take that long to make. They probably took like five minutes to make. Yeah, I believe it. Because yeah, it's only six seconds. Six I mean, you were in and out. six thousand. Okay, people hit me up. This is hilarious, bro. Make more. Make more. Make more. And yeah. I started to. What I was doing was I'm not making any more until I reach a certain amount of followers. Mm. So Truth. I did like five thousand. Mm. If I get five thousand, I'll drop another one. If I get ten thousand, I'll drop another one. And that was my strategy of building. Onto that platform, but oh, okay. and did it work? It worked it out worked, well for you. Because how worked. long would you say you had a nice uh, Vine run? Uh, like a year, right? About a year, two years. About two years. Yeah. Okay, so then, when did you move into? Now I feel like the last phase of your vining was when you started killing people. Like you started, <laughs> so you know what I mean. What? Doing, not killing people, <laughs> but uh, like uh, so, oh, it, you're a murderer. Like shooting on people. What do you call it? Like nah, jonesing it, on people. It, it would be like people. People get on Vine, they get like. I guess at that point people thought it was uh it was sweet I guess and people would say like crazy shit so I would have to like take I would look at their videos okay you have this flaw here and I would make that flaw the mm-hmm. biggest thing on social media I would expose oh God, that bro. one flaw he was killing people so bro. you had like a, a lump mm-hmm. on your I would zoom in on that lump and make it <laughs> yes right I would yes, turn it into dog, like yes, a hot air balloon or something like that oh you know, bro. <laughs> disrespectful bro yeah. and then be like and, then and it and won't be like just random people it's people that said something on my page yeah well I won't yeah. really I don't respond like I just like I dig bro like you just clap back yeah, yeah. through content yeah. through content so yeah. my shit gonna get revived and you're gonna get like you're going to feel bad at the end of the day because you shouldn't have <laughs> never said anything about me. But <laughs> but in the middle of all this, when it really hit this climax was the bruh. Mm. When the bruh came out, which is your voice, yeah. and then bruh button was part two of bruh. But mm. how did bruh originate? Because that's something we've been saying in North Carolina right. for since the day I moved here. That was one of the first things I remember people being like, we just um, say bruh all the AJ time. AJ told me. He was like, you know bruh? He's like, that's head graphic. I was yeah, like, what? It's weird because I never take credit for it like Uh-oh. Establishing the word bruh because I, I say it all the time, but just yeah. the way it was said. Um, you, but you put it in the right light, though. Yeah, it was a, it was more of a reaction video, and someone else took it and put it onto another video of uh, some guy at, in court or something like that falling. Oh, the dude out. doing yeah. it. Okay. So that part mm-hmm. went viral, and I was like, okay, now you saw how what do I monetize your voice. off of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did the ringtone, and at, at that time, ringtones were still popping, but like. 
no one was taking social media and monetizing it within a platform that's right next to the app. Like, mm. okay, I close mine. Let me go to iTunes and buy this ringtone. And it's a dollar. It's two dollars. So no, it's a dollar twenty nine. So it costs more than actual single cost. But I need it because it's funny. Every time I get a text, I get because I know what like what's going on on social media. So like with the videos and shit. So when they hear it. It like resonates with you because you've seen so much shit that's funny on yeah. like, you know social media. So when it goes off on your phone, it's like it's a conversation. <laughs> so Damn. that was that was the marketing behind that. So that was what. So you went straight from so somebody actually pulled your voice, bruh, mm-hmm. put it on that clip where the dude got sentenced mm-hmm. to like a hundred years. And that that shit. went viral. And then that's when you were like, oh, I need to make sure I take this back. And, yeah, and, yeah, 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 before somebody run off with my shit. Exactly. exactly. Okay. And then you did the ringtone, which is a bruh. Mm. That joined the song, <laughs> and then when did the bra button come about? The bra button came about by um, I was getting gigs off of uh, Vine too, like editing gigs just off like uh, the videos I was doing. And there's this guy from Florida named Dam- Damien, which is my business partner now, which is crazy. Um, he had introduced me into uh, uh, the bra button. Like, okay, he came to me with the idea initially. I was, like, I was with it, um, and then it went. We went to the physical selling of how do we kind of make this a physical thing where you can buy yeah. as opposed to just a ringtone. And I think it was a, it was, it was crazy how we went from t- like the life of it. Um, how much stuff can we do with this? Mm-hmm. It's at this point, it's all over the world. People know the sound bite. People are like, yeah. it's almost like it's, it's from a movie, but it's from Vine. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like so many people don't know what Vine is at this point. They don't know how to monetize. It's it's, yep. It was new at the time. So mm-hmm. how do we take this and give it legs and, and make, you know, profit off this. Um, so he, he was telling me about um, just making a button. And he's a genius. So, mm-hmm. like, like we, we bounce ideas back and forth. And he lives in a whole different state, which is crazy to mm-hmm. me still. And this is somebody that you met through Vine. I met him through Vine just doing um, gigs from, like, editing. He does, uh, he has a website called poppymedia.com, uh-huh. uh, which is kind of like the comedy world star. It's like the oh, okay. comedy oh, version sh- of world star. That's yeah. him? That's him. Caramel oh, Kitten comes from there. Shit, and shit like yeah. So I was editing a Caramel Kitten video. And then uh, we just kind of built a relationship through that. He had uh, set up an event in Atlanta. He wanted me to be there because at that point, it was buzzing. Like, the bread thing was buzzing. He wanted me to come through. I came late, but I pretty much missed it. So I met him there, and we just built a relationship off of that. Nice. Damn, that's ill. So, yeah. how did the bro button sales do after y'all? When y'all was that a success? You, would you uh, say? I would say, like, physically, a, uh, the app was more of a success than the button, but the button was still a success just for it being. The first social the media, like yeah, social media content within a product. Mm. I mean, and let's, I mean, and at the same time, like, like it's been put in certain places. I mean, Breakfast Club has used the bra yeah. button on several yeah. occasions. Like every so often, we you hear actually a bra we button. sent we sent them those buttons, not even thinking that they would use it. Like we yeah, sent them. and then I saw. I'll never forget the first time I saw it. I'm like. This nigga did one of my videos. Hey, this is shit. And they, <laughs> the first time I seen it was on Vine. People was and riding I think it was in the during morning. A, um, it was during a donkey of the day, I think. Yeah. Charlamagne right, reaching for right. bro. I'm like, holy shit. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga Joe is out here, yeah, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. But that's the power of social media, though. Like, you can yeah. connect with so many people just by the internet. Yeah. Or Revine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I think more people should tap into what is going on right now and kind of understand it because it's real. It's it's mm-hmm. a real thing. Like, people might say, okay, social media is not 
it's just like you wasting your time. Like it's yeah, yeah. real. No, it's not. It's, it's real money. money into I've it. seen it. Mm-hmm. Not even with myself. I've seen it with other people. The amount of money people are making from this. Cardi B. I Cardi mean, B. Yeah, yeah. Not there's even like there's countless people examples. like that. Just people that's making stupid. I mean, there's hundreds of people we don't know. Videos. Yeah, there's people that a bag from it. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. hundreds of people we don't know. I mean, artists that we have we've never heard of one time, and they've been doing they shows. Probably have, yeah, booking ten thousand a night. Honestly, what's the difference from you watching TV and seeing an ad? And you watching something on Instagram and seeing something being promoted. Nothing. It's the exact Nothing. same thing. So I think it's just by somebody you like. It's advertisement. Yeah, the advertisers are kind of trying to catch up now yeah. to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I feel like more people should really, res- like, not really respect it, but take it more serious. Like, yeah. this Absolutely. thing is the new. It's the new wave. Like it's almost be, the new TV. It's on, it, it, has it is to, the it, new It's going to have to be the new TV because you yeah. can't take your TV in the car. You yeah. can't take your TV <laughs> yeah. on the bus. You can't take your TV on the, on the train. But yeah. you can take your phone. Yeah. You can get content that way. Mm-hmm. So if you can monetize all that content, They are slow powerful. on that. But yeah, and, and you're right. There are, A lot of major companies are playing a catch-up game mm-hmm. right now. In television, yeah. Because, you know... Most people don't even have cable or anything. I mean, you know, I work in TV right now, and exactly. we and we just launched TV streaming because niggas is like, we don't want no boxes in my house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's convenience. It's convenience. Yes. It's ease. It's, it's ease. ease. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? You can watch a whole episode of Power on your phone right now. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And then you always wondered if like actual TV will go out of style one hundred percent. I don't think it but will I don't because think it will. families. The only thing that's stopping that is families and in a news. living room. And news. In the living room having that moment of watching something together. Oh, as a unit. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. That whole family bond. And Super Bowl thing. and shit like that. Like yeah, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Sports. Yeah. Sports, mm-hmm. obviously. Sports yeah. is keeping it alive. HBO. <laughs> Damn. So yeah. Vine. So then Vine starts closing to an end. Well, Vine is gone now. So were you good at trans? Uh, were you good when did at that? Happen? Uh, that happened maybe a year, what, what did six Vine, months ago. Uh, I didn't even yeah. get a chance to like get on it by the time. But uh, were you able to uh, translate your followers from Vine? Because how many followers were you at on Vine? I got to like 108,000. And how many were you able to? Tra- were you able to? Did, were you consciously translate? I wasn't for them trying. To, I definitely wasn't trying to because it just happened. I wasn't trying to be famous at that point. It just happened. It okay. happened organically. Um, so you weren't like pushing like I need you to follow my Instagram. Or I was I a little to- bit just like off like just like. Who's not gonna do that? But like, I yeah, wasn't, exactly. But I wasn't making a campaign of it. Like, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then Vine shuts down now. Um, but now your name is at a whole different notoriety. You're working with like people of all levels. Like, I mean, you shot a little uh, scene for Meek Mill for the. Uh, you know about that? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, I thought you were gonna shoot us, right? <laughs> Wait, you know what? I've been following you for a while, bro. You know what no, I'm that, that came off. That was before Vine. That came from um, yeah. just Twitter, just reaching out. Um, the director that was a part of that project was looking for someone. Because Amika came for, I think, the Drake tour mm. that year. He was in the city, yeah. He was in the city, and they was looking for some shit to be shot like around the tour bus. And oh. people was tagging my name to uh, that tweet. Oh. And he had hit me up. Like His name was Drake Films. He yeah. did a lot of uh, stuff for Meek and... Dream Chasers and things like that for uh, MM, MMG or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he had hit me up. He was like, yo, are you in Raleigh? He said, yeah, I'm in Raleigh. You have a camera. Yeah, I have a camera. Da, 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 da. Be at this location. At this time. And, bro, like, honestly, I was supposed to shoot before the show, but I had to wait because they had to do something. So I had to wait for the show, and I didn't get a ticket to go oh. uh, to the show. So I was outside of the show just chilling and waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting mm-hmm. until uh, we actually shot that at a club. So they had to go to the club appearance he was doing after the show. And we shot that, so 
Mm. Yeah, that was dope because that cause that whole video was like a mashup. That was it the, was a mashup of different clips and yeah, that a was lot of, it was a lot of people uh, did some filming on that too. Yeah, and it was the it was the intro song uh, to the first MMG album. Yeah, Meek's mad. Meek's mad cool. Like he's he's kind of regular, not regular, mm-hmm. but he. He actually knows a lot about the camera than most people think. Like, oh really? Oh. He was trying to like, yeah, you shooting in slow motion, shooting at uh, this frame rate. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> oh shit, really? Whoa, hold on, brother. Damn, um, that's yeah. what's up. I see Meek. Okay. <laughs> Damn, what? The... He has like a cool like little street team too. They crack jokes all the time, but were they just chilling all the time? They was chilling. Uh, they, <laughs> I got on the bus. They called me Hoagie Head. I was like, okay, what? Oh, <laughs> I forgot what I said back. It's, this nigga named Tok, uh that he rode with. I think it's his cousin or his brother or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he called me Hoagie Head. That was the funniest shot I've ever heard. Holy but. shit! Damn, bro. That's what, bro. You're not gonna ever gonna escape this whole head shit. Yeah, they, nah. yeah. It's a good thing you embraced it, bro, because you yeah. ain't running from it. Even exactly. Ran, if you even, embrace, but I tell this with everybody, like, if you embrace something first, what can they say about you? Bro, they literally they cannot say anything. You, if you bro. do it better than them, what's the point of them? Especially doing if you all? turn it into some like comedic thing, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah, like it's a rap <laughs> at that point. Like yeah. people are gonna fuck with you forever. Right. Yeah. So um, now so like I, now that Meeks come up, uh, like scale of artists that you've worked with, who's been like your favorite? Like I'm not doing for, that. You're not about to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna ask you who's your worst. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask you who personally is your favorite. Who's your Who's my favorite? I'm not who, doing that. I can't do that. Why not? <laughs> I can't. Is that my clients? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my clients. Um, <laughs> maybe like one of your. They don't have to be famous. I mean, like, not even like like just, I like I like starting with artists like first, like when they're yeah. starting to kind of grow before they even grow. Like, oh, um, like new artists, new like, yeah. new artists, local artists. If you want to get into that, uh, like new talent. Probably, I mean, you rather do local artists? Not, not. I'm saying like. That's where it's at. Let's, it's like tangible. Local. It's tangible. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't find a new artist out in this, like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. tangible. I'd rather work with when I'm around and build that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, um, okay. I'm not saying I prefer that over because, you know. Working with an established artist. But financially. Yeah, 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 it, it yeah. It makes more sense. You know, yeah, yeah, the other yeah. Way around. But, um, yeah. And it kind of does it kind of give you uh, so you're not gonna talk about none of your clients, huh? <laughs> Honestly, man. Because I got another name I could drop that I know you've been in the same room with. Who? Diddy. How do you know this? <laughs> I'll be following you, bro. <laughs> I don't know this. <laughs> really? I, I didn't work with Diddy though, but you yeah. were partying with him though. <laughs> um, I wasn't. I wasn't that close. He's making. He's trying to make it seem like we was close. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead, elaborate. So I he, just, wasn't, he wasn't. I just sitting in my lap. I, right. I just know I remember seeing you tweet about some shit because yeah, you tweeted was, uh, damn near about everything. I was. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so how do you know this? Oh, you don't know my you. life. Okay, yeah, I, I know right. this because he tweets at people. Um. What happened? I went to Atlanta one weekend. It was the Hip Hop Awards weekend. I was going with an artist by the name of Big Quan. I was shooting a lot of his content behind the Big scenes. Big Quan, I've seen that name. Yeah, before. Big Quan. He's from Fayetteville. Um, and they had they had got access to one of Diddy's parties, and I didn't know Diddy was going to be there. It was it was Diddy and someone else. Um, but he was there, like popping bottles, chilling and shit. But I was like, wow, I just seen Diddy. But I I, I had another crazy story. I was in L.A. one weekend, and I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard and shit. I was kind of drunk, but I was walking, and I feel this big presence of, like, this big swole-ass dude. Like, Sound like Shug. Kind of. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> it was one of his bodyguards, but I didn't know. Like, oh, it's like I shit. felt like this dark mass, like... Like, you, you feel that I energy feel, behind. Yo, Something's that energy. right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm drunk to trying to figure out... I'm too drunk to try to figure out what's going on, but yeah. it was a security guard. He was kind of, like, approaching me for some reason, but I guess he was walking, like, beside me, mm. and I didn't know. So I'm walking past Diddy, but I'm 
kind of bumping into a security guard. I didn't know he was there. I'm just yeah. walking, I'm walking on Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. and this nigga's getting out the car, and I felt this presence. I'm like, okay, this something's happening beside me, and I'm, I'm just too drunk <laughs> to kind of figure out the pieces what the together. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm walking down the street. I turn around. I see his son dancing in front of this. I think it was a Bugatti or something like that. Mm. Okay, definitely. I, that has to be Diddy. Yeah. And I seen him. So like, Diddy was like actually like probably not probably like two feet away from me at that point. But that's that's a that's a crazy story. So moment. two times <laughs> the world has brought you and Diddy in the same vicinity. I don't know, bro. It's weird. Now it's, then the third the universe time. is crazy. Yeah, the universe yeah. is crazy, bro. I mean, it work, everything works out for a reason. So now that'll lead me into this easy one. Now, who do you have dreams and aspirations of doing either visual art, videos, or just any type of work with, like coming up in the future? Either working with or collaborating with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to work with Tyler, but Tyler has his own thing. He's creative in uh-huh. itself. Like it's, it'll be, he is, he is. it'll be hard, but it'll be easy to work with him because he has his own vision. He has mm-hmm. his own thing. Because um, he pretty much will bring you the whole vision. You just yeah, he'll bring it, you, you the whole video. The you just yeah. gotta hit that camera. Okay, mm-hmm. be here. I'm this guy. Shoot from this angle. And he, do he knows it. his shit. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of hard to work with those people. But it's easier because they know what they want. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's less of creative. It's less creative control. So it's like a it's give or take with that. Yeah. Uh, who else? Can't really think of nobody right now. That's <laughs> maybe ASAP Ferg. Mm. ASAP Ferg would be a fire ASAP person. Ferg, to do guys, something. Yeah, I like my thing is I like to get really creative. So the music has to be on that same level oh, as okay. far as like seeing something you've never seen before. Like a, like Dave Meyer shit. Like for the Kendrick oh, video, yeah, the whole yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. That's my line. That's shit I'm trying to do. Yeah. But the, the artist music has to match that. that. Dave Myers. Mm-hmm. He he done videos sure. for um, Missy, Missy Elliott, all, like, oh, okay. all those crazy music videos. Oh, okay. Missy so Elliott, I think, okay. for some ludicrous. So he's behind those. Yeah, yeah, he's just like a crazy visualist, you know. Because right. Missy and Missy and Ludacris, I mean, those yeah, two. Yeah. videos too. Yeah, and probably Busta Rhymes, and I'm assuming that. Um, right? I'm not sure. I know that was Hype Williams, yeah. a lot of Hype Williams, but um, with Dave Myers, I, I don't even think I even saw any of his work until Kendrick kind of like brought. You know, he did Humble. You know, so I was just like fire on the head and everything. Humble video was hot, but yeah, I, yeah. the song is not that fire to me, bro. Oh, it, yeah. Grew. it grew. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a grower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it oh. didn't do like what I when I heard loyalty for the first time compared to like hum- I still listen to oh, Humble yeah. and be like, yeah. you know, yeah, but yeah. to me I don't think it, I don't think it fit on that album. Yeah, to me, Humble Nick, sounds like a song did. Ludacris would have done, like in the early 2000s. If you put, just picture his voice. Yeah. Bitch, be humble. I feel like if I would have got the song first, I wouldn't yeah. have liked it at all. But I got uh, the video with the song. So that oh, I'm, yeah. the, I'm working from the other direction. Yeah. I got the song first. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, oh. I heard. Right. I just heard the audio first. Then uh, I saw the video. I'm like, now this video so it, fire. Yeah. What yeah, happened my, to him is what you thought right. would have happened to you. I was at my boy Sean's house at the time, and I, I was on Twitter, you know, yeah. like I do. Because this nigga be on Twitter. And it said, Kendrick Lamar's new video directed by Dave Myers. I was like, bro, pull this up. Yeah, We sit there and watched it. Full screen, yeah. and I just knew it was going to be because it's new Kendrick. Yeah. It's a new era, new uh, album. Yeah. So I asked, and it's with Dave Myers. So I we yeah. took our time with it. Yeah. They said they time in the video too. So it was like so many scenes in it. Mm-hmm. It was shot really well. It was edited really well. The editing, the lighting, was crazy. And that's the stuff I'm trying to do. Like so, like I said, like mm-hmm. the artist has to have some type of creative, either flow or style with their music, cadence or sonically. They have to be there with it. I can't give you a creative video with mediocre lyrics for your song. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that is something that you always do because I know. I mean, we've worked together, mm-hmm. not yeah. like crazy amount, mm-hmm. but we've definitely worked together. And like, 
I don't know what it's like working with him. I mean, mm. but I know now. But like, I worked with. I don't know what it's like to work with him. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I get it. Like, <laughs> mine's all fucked up. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I know it surprised me the first time I worked with him, and he was like, literally, send me the song. Like before he gave before he gives any word on whether this is a yeah. go or not. Exactly. I need the song first. Like song. did you say if like he's not he, fucking with the song, it's not yeah. it's not happening. You did know you say I mean? it can happen, but it, financially it yeah. has to make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did yeah. you say like through email and stuff like that? He's a, he's a man of of little words. <laughs> little words, little words. Really? Is that how you describe? Because I never heard nobody describe myself. Oh yeah, myself. that's how I described you. So I mean, I've given your contact information out to a yeah. couple people before. Mm-hmm. Like you did my homegirl Venomous's uh, artwork. Yeah. And like I let people know, like, and you've done work for a couple people that I've like referred mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Appreciate that. No problem. But uh, like I sent them, I sent them the message, and I'm like, yo, the niggas fire. He don't really talk. I mean, his emails. <laughs> Sometimes it's it's the way you are, like, and it's not even like a shot at you. Mm. But like, I I know you, so I don't feel fun. But if you don't know you, mm. you you respond back sometimes so small mm. and like short worded. He'd be yeah. like, I mean, what the fuck? And you like, know, like how text is in general, where people can like where the tones can be text? perceived because exactly. you don't know the but honestly, the I get that inflection. a lot. I get that yeah, a lot. so like that's why I warn people. I'd be like this. He might not say enough, but if he says yes, sir, if he says yes, it's a go. He's like, gonna, don't he's take it personally. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. take it personally. He's going to come through if he fucks with the idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, and they like, when I tell them that, they like, like some people you've hit back and you just be like, you wasn't fucking with the idea. And they were like, yeah, I don't think he was fucking with it. I'm like, hey, it wasn't his, it wasn't his direction, bro. And then the other people be like this. He is short worded, but hey, he came through with exactly what I wanted. So, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's funny, like, but I know that through him. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So. It's crazy like, to hear the way it, like shit's perceived from me yeah. because I know naturally I'm sarcastic. Um, <laughs> and short word doesn't seem far-fetched from me Yeah, um, outside looking in. But I just want everybody to know, like, don't take take me serious, but don't take what I say serious. Because I don't look at life that serious like you do. Like, oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when I say stuff, I'm like, if I tweet stuff, I have something on Facebook, mm. don't take it serious. Yeah. 95% of the time, I'm doing it in a joking way because I don't, I don't, I'm not that serious about life. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm living, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. really living the pace you're living at. I'm more of, okay, I'm, I'm still breathing. Yeah. Let me make some fun out of this. Yeah. That's true, yeah. And, and with the internet age, it's really hard to get that across because, I mean, we're in the age the of sensitivity. Tone, <laughs> we're in the age of sensitivity and misunderstanding and, you know, taking your words out of context and if shit. If I wasn't me and I seen myself, I'd probably beat my ass too, but <laughs> and then the I, thing, I can't understand myself. It's, I, it's, it's hard it's for people to it's, understand. It's really mm. just the, sarta- the sarcastic mm. thing because, like... Some after, people don't pick up on it. Yeah, you know? and, but after I like, met oh, you the yeah, first yeah, time, yeah. I just knew what it was. Yeah. So it's easy for me to be... Some people just don't pick up on it. And some people even... And then they just be like, bro. So they're like, that's a serious statement. Let me ask you this. So Go ahead. you said I'm short worded. So what would be the proper way to respond back to someone asking for your services as far as through text? Like I like you come at me like, yo, my homie told me this, da, 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 woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. send me the email. See, that's like that's the way I'm gonna come yeah. to you. But if you come to me, oh, I guess they would first. expect like uh, now, now, oh, okay, that's now great I guess <laughs> it, it would all I see what you're saying, but yeah. now it would all depend. Now the people that I tell mm-hmm. To hit you up, I tell you them hit you up in through email and make sure it's worded professionally with the idea mm. clear. Like you know what I mean. I'm gonna so, come at you like you come at me. Like exactly. you know I mean? my so, homie told me, hit me up. How much you charge for the video? Yeah. Uh, at that email. point, anything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's your world. At that point, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. how I feel. I know like the people that I tell to hit you up. Yeah. I'm like, make sure you come correct when you come in this email. This yeah. is an email. Don't give them no. 
they'll give him no two cent email talking about yo, like, how yo, much, bro, how much like, you charge, bro? Yeah, and, and like don't put none it's of five hundred bras. Like the how much you charge needs to be last. You need yeah. to be like, hey, I got referred to you by this. This is my idea. This is how I see it going. How much would it charge? How much would it cost for you to do this work for me if you were yeah. interested? Now I do take my business serious. I have to. This is what I do. This is how yeah. I eat. I breathe. This is mm. how I buy my chicken. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> so like that's the way I see it. Like yeah. this is my ninety five. This is how I do it. Yeah, so I so run what, myself as a business. Nice. And then you have that struggle you said where it's like getting people to take you seriously but not take you too seriously. So, I mean, you always have um, every so often. I guess you get into these moments. I've noticed where like this is year space about that I've seen you or known you, where like you'll drop gems for these artists. You know what I mean? Like this is how. So yeah, let's let's have one of those sessions now if you don't. Let's mind. talk music. Are we talking local? We're talking local right now. Oh, We're talking local music. because you're not having you're not having these problems with yeah. uh, the yeah, yeah people who've been in it. So yeah. Um, yeah. What can I give them today? <laughs> what's the lesson for today? <laughs> um, shit. Let's, what's the topic? What are we doing? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's so uh, me, me. I want a video shot by head by head graphics. What's what comes after that? What is that? What you ask me? Yeah. So shoot a video for me. This the I got a fire ass on. What's the video like? Uh, how should they be like approaching you? I guess. And not only approaching you, but, like, how should they be moving They be taken seriously themselves? Okay, like, I know a lot of people get tattoos. Yeah. Is it, everybody has tattoos? Everybody has uh, tattoos. Do you go to a tattoo artist and say, bro, how much you charge for a tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> no, I need to see your work, my nigga, before it comes I need to see. Your, I need to see what you're trying to do. Yeah. How big it's going to be so I know how much time I'm going to put into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't work on an hourly basis, but I work off a budget. So come at me, like, with, okay, I'm trying to get something shot. Are you available? This, that, or this is the song. This is my concept. Or I need to know if you have a concept already, or do I need to find a concept? Because mm-hmm. me figuring out the concept, it's not draining, but it takes time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's going to take time in itself. And you taking a piece of me, my creativity, and my time to pit towards this. So it's going to, of course, it's going to cost more for me to draft something up. But it, it helps if I like the song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It does let help. Me, yeah. let, let me like the song. Yeah, yeah. At and least. I can work with you. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that's a question. Have you ever made a video for someone that maybe you didn't feel their song? It financially worked out. If you um, did. Maybe it's just like uh, I don't few, like the but song, like, but with me, bro, I I, I be honest. I, How about you tell us who they are? Let's just <laughs> let's just end on just tell us who and they their are. social you, security I, number. Man, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. <laughs> but Nick News, honestly, yeah. bro, I be telling him like some songs he'll send me. Oh like, no no no, it's three a.m. Oh, I'm calling him Nick News. I know him by Nick News. Every time I see a status that say 3 a.m.'s performing, I'm, who? (laughs) (laughs) Who? Shout out to three. Nicholas Graham? (laughs) Nah, but that's what you want to do, player. Do your thing. I knew you when you was 12 p.m. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, the clock uh, is performing. With him, man, like, he'll send me some tracks. If I'm not feeling, I'll let him know. Like, I can't go into something knowing I don't like it Mm -hmm. unless you have that, that type of... Financially, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's my take on it. Okay. And then another question I'm asking, because, you know, I've done some videos, too. So I'm just asking him, like, another videographer of these things. Have you ever, like, maybe you're working on something and then, like, uh, the, the client is sort of impatient? Impatient. Yeah, oh, I had a couple of those. Uh, uh, we don't work no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said we don't work no more. We don't yeah, work no more. We don't work no more. You know, I, see, yeah, I don't okay. know you. Who are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like it's just like, yeah. Can I see? Can I see a clip or like, can I see something of, of it? You know, I'm just like, Expect, you like, want them to see like, the finish? I, I, like, yo, like if your song is trash and you mm-hmm. rushing me to get it done, understand that I have to sit 
through the song yeah. 50 times. That's true. That is true, bro. I had to yeah. cut it. So I had to listen to this song 50 times. The song that I don't like, and you're <laughs> rushing me. It's hell for me to sit down, take my time, whatever I'm working on, mm-hmm. and take my time aside to cut through something I don't like. Because if I'm going to do something I don't, if I'm going to work for something I don't like, I might as well go back to work. Yeah. Not a vibe. You know what that I mean? That is so. true. And the song gets stuck in your head. <laughs> you push that shit yeah. out. Unfortunately, that shit it out. will get stuck in your head. Yeah. But anytime yeah. something's like force fed like that, it's going to get stuck in your head. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I understand like you rushing it, but what, what are you rushing it for? Artists got to understand too. Like yeah. local artists or indie artists, people like you're not signed to nobody. What's the rush most of the time? People yeah. be rushing yeah, yeah. to get stuff out. They do 200 views. They done. They go to sleep. Yeah, that That's video don't fact. exist. No I think it's just impatience. You it's know, like they just—it's like they're so excited that they just want to see it now, and it's just like Look. I don't think it's that. It's them seeing it now. Yeah, that is that, and then other people seeing it that they're doing something. Oh, they want to put it out. No, no, no. It's definitely the other people thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, my struggle is as an artist, like. I never want to rush anything because mm-hmm. not only that, timing is everything, and then I'll need everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, I would even say. But at the same time, I don't know how how much this would have reflected the views between the first and second video that we mm-hmm. did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, because the first one I did straight to YouTube, that one went off immediately because that mm-hmm. one had the proper promotion. Mm-hmm. It was like perfect behind the scenes pictures. Yeah. Everything was meticulously planned out. You know what I mean? But then the second one, I guess it was kind of the same way. We kind of had a struggle recording it too just because of weather and shit mm-hmm. like that. Right. But uh, And then I loaded it straight to YouTube. So, like, the the reception back wasn't satisfying enough for me compared to what that first one did. You know what I mean? You had a plan for that, too, like the rollout for all the songs, right? And I had a plan for everything. You know what I mean? So, it's like when something kind of feels like that. And then I was listening to, like, a French Montana. Like, me and you were talking about this during my interview, actually. But I was listening to the French Montana, how his album got leaked. The oh, last album, okay. so that's why yeah. we haven't heard an album from him for about three years. Mm. And he was like, he said in the interview, he was like, I was trying to like put an album out from songs I did like two, three years ago. That's kind of some fugazi shit anyway. I was like, damn, that's low key, that's what I was doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> I like I kind of gave up on it because I was like, that's not what the I need to get my name out anyway, even if the songs are good. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's this all- the sound too, right? The sound, the sound expires. Doesn't the sound expire for artists? Like the sound expires. Okay. The sound will expire. Like one hundred percent. Like, like you're gonna make those timeless records, of mm-hmm. course, that it will never expire. But like, majority of your project is probably gonna be, it's gonna have a, it's gonna have a time limit on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, would, it, would you say uh, that's a problem if it's more? Would that be a problem if it was more like original, like original sound, original? Disc? Yeah, because the the thing no, is, that, like, so. if you're making something like contemporary, you have to almost be careful because it's like. You know, I, I think I was watching uh, Anthony Fantano, and he was saying like how hip hop. He was wondering if like uh, this, the where we are at, uh, in hip hop right now. It seems like when you look back at the history of hip hop, like the certain sound lasts only for like a decade, mm. a decade long. That's true. And he was yeah. saying like with this whole like you know trap or or mumble rap, whatever you want to call it, That's we're almost last. coming to two, uh, 2020. It's almost going to be like. 10 years of this this whole you know 2010s has been sort of like this one sound. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah so they're saying like in 2020 it's coming up and you know we've already put like a sort of a negative vibe on it so you're going to have a, a, a new young people coming in and I wouldn't even to give it since it. 2010 though. I'd give it since 2013 maybe. Oh, 2013. Let's, let's speak about that though. Yeah. yeah. Cuz um it's I think it's a generation thing too with that. Yeah. Because in the eighties they was hating on niggas what niggas was doing in the nineties because they wasn't it's something they're not used to. Kid and play, yeah. And they it, were it's hate. starting to be the norm. So when things get the norm but you're not hip on it and it's not something you grew up on, 
Yeah, because yeah. majority, because you know majority of the interview questions are done. We just chopping it up as niggas exactly. right now. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So the seventy niggas, the seventies niggas was hating on the eighties niggas because mm-hmm. it was new and it's starting to be the norm. It started to take over. Yeah. So it's like my sound is kind of dying out now. So I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I can't relate to it. But like these kids today, they probably think this is the greatest shit ever. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, oh yeah, because oh, we're no, used to do. lyrics. We're used to like. Wordplay and all this shit. We used to being able to hear the the, the, the lyrics and know what the fuck's going on. And <laughs> Coherent. <laughs> and then when you do ask me that, um, if it's like super original, original will yeah. it last? Yeah. I guess so. Like me and Mitty, we've always done music that was super original to us. It's never fit into a certain time period. But I know the thing that I want to do is take all '90s nostalgia because I low key like even if I I get good reception on things. When I get good reception on things, it's when it is like meticulously planned out, like timing, like every Instagram post, every Facebook post, everything is done to a T, and I get the reception I'm supposed to get from it. So, like, I feel like at this point, like me being like big, a big headed artist and just like low key cocky on the at the same time, I'm like, man, if I put it out, it should go. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I feel. But at the same time, I gotta be hit. I gotta reality has to hit me, and, and I haven't made something that was like so universal, and everybody's like. No matter what he does, we fucked with him off of this one body mm-hmm. of work, which that's what I'm working on now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like I need to do that now. Mm-hmm. Then I can bring back more original things. Can, yeah. To be honest, do you can you say that you found your sound? Or are you still searching for that sound? I think it's... Well, I mean, I guess the fact that I have to think about it, uh, I probably hasn't found it all the mm-hmm. way yet. You know what I'm saying? That's so, interesting, though. Yeah, so the fact that I haven't found it. But I'm not... I'm not an artist like these other niggas are yeah, either, yeah. though. So it's exactly. a little different for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, I can body a style. I can, right. I can, uh, I can live in a style for as long as I want to, and then I can leave when mm-hmm. I feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's what I probably, I guess, if we're talking styles, I probably, uh, I say I probably mastered that more of like living in this style to make sure the sound works, and then moving out of it when I feel like it, and then moving into the next one. Mm-hmm. And another question: Do you think the sound? Who's responsible for the sound, the producer or the artist, you think? Um, I think at this point, the producer is playing a more major role um, because now people are tuning in for what they sonically hear. But mm-hmm. it all depends on what that producer does. Like, if a producer can give you a beat that's a, a full live band and you don't perform over it, that song is going to be shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, but if I get like a, if I, that's one thing I'm proud of myself in. I can get any beat and I can make it, I can get it popping. Man, it's, it's always been hard for me to differentiate that though, because I always feel like it should be a collaborative effort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, me personally, I feel like in order to get like a real quality sound, like I feel like vibes are very important. So like if you're in there at the same time and you're creating as you go, I think sometimes that comes out a lot better than just dropping a beat. So mm-hmm. as far as taking, taking into account like who's doing the most or who's making it better i mean you can always say an engineer ends up doing a lot of things to beef up a song as well it does, yeah. but um but i think like the artist has to be able to bring a vision that the, the producer can see as well you know what i'm saying the producer yeah. has to be able to, to give something that can make the artist see a vision so yeah. i think it's like it's, it's, it's and really intertwined and me and him are coming from a different uh situation we're 100 spoiled we've had a luxury that oh yeah Major eighty per to ninety percent of the artists in Raleigh that we work with don't have. We had his brother, yeah. And not only did yeah. we have his brother, his brother is the, like elite beat maker one, mm. and our best friend. Yeah. So so the vibes is we, just off. Chain, yeah, we like, had yeah. something different. So like, I could literally like I went to him. I wrote in records like in the middle of beef. I right. wrote in records like over some heartbreak shit, okay. and the nigga made me something because he's my nigga and knows me. You okay. know what I mean? So like. 
And every time I try to work with somebody new, it's like, man, you don't even know who the fuck you... Right. You're writing beats for me, but bro. I, like, but I ask that because most artists, they look for a producer for a certain sound. Right. But when the artist makes the music, oh, this is sound, this is my sound, this is... No, so I who's don't responsible like for the sound? Mm. The artist is. I guess it because the artist has to make a decision on what direction the sound's mm. going to go to. Right, right. So then I guess... He would he, he would he's either gonna need to find a producer, that, which what you're saying mm. that'll make that that makes that sound, mm. or that's about it. Yeah, he gotta find somebody so to the, do it. The artist has the sonic responsibility. I think so. Okay. Unless you're in one of those situations of a Dr. Dre mm. or where Dr. Dre's like, nigga, everything is laid out already. You mm. need to fit in here. You know mm. what I mean? Right, right, and, right. Which not that many people have that either. Like, right, yeah. Mitty's done that for me. You know what mm. I mean? Like, he's presented me a beat and it's like, you need to ride it like this. This is the only way to ride it, but you need to go ham being yourself in this lane. Yeah. So... Take it out of the corona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Corona. You got the opener? Yeah, these are, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, these are the advertisements. Yeah. This is the commercial yeah, segment of the Shout out to Corona Extra for the beers. Yeah. Shout out sounds. Cut us a check. Yeah, cut us a check, please. Cha-ching! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it definitely is. Uh, it's the artist's responsibility, unless you're in those oh, yeah. situations like Dr. Dre, where Dr. Dre is like, you know, when you go to Dr. Dre, he's like, "This is the sound, make it better," or some shit like that. But I want to sit into it like a session, like from start to finish. I can agree with what you guys are saying, but at the same time, I feel like there's still nuance in that. You know what I'm saying I feel like I can't give that a black or white answer. Yeah, it is a gray area. Because a lot, a lot of times, like there are producers who have their own visions, and they just need an artist to bring that out. You're saying sometimes a that producer can like create something to have an idea of what it is. It's like, yo, so and so would sound ill on this. And they bring him in the stool and they're like, yo, check this out. And then it works from there too. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Levy Lemons, yo, because. Oh, that dude. He, he, he got I don't nice. know if you know. Do you know I Levy? Know Levy yeah. You know Levy. I went to yeah. Wake Tech with him. I don't work with too many. I don't do too much collaborative shit because mm-hmm. it's like I do a lot of shit with him. Levy's the only person I've ever met outside of like my best friends. Mm-hmm. That when they sent me a beat, they were thinking of me on that beat. I mean, <laughs> Levy has sent me some shit, and I'm like, God damn, nigga, this little nobody can rap on this but me. You know what I mean? But yeah. so, yeah. it's like one of those shits. Like, so uh, while we're on the subject of sound, do you think North Carolina as a whole has found its sound? No. Okay. I think that's North a good Carolina, question. Yeah. So yeah. when, yeah. It, when it comes the, to the, what's lo- the hold up, you think the lo- hold up on like the local scene, the sound, like the when sound when I'm. In Texas, in mm-hmm. North Carolina, this is the North Carolina sound. Let me mm-hmm. let me yeah. play this for you. Yeah. Can I do that now, or do I, am I still waiting for North Carolina you can. sound? You can. I, well, uh, I guess you can because the two artists that we can defer to immediately, North Carolina has a conscious sound. But con- when you mean conscious, you mean more boom bap, right? But that's I mean, New more, York. That's I mean, New yeah. York. So no, 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 your brother had like a New York sound, right? Yeah, yeah, like, so like yeah, yeah, like it was a boom ago, bap. There was, there was boom bap. I know. mean, who are our artists that we really like? North Carolina repping. We got Mez. We got mm-hmm. Little Brother. Um, Rhapsody. And that's boom bap still. Yeah, that's boom bap still. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got and uh, the samples and all that. That's New mm-hmm. York. Yeah. So we really, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. So then the trap know. sound, which you know came from like Atlanta. Atlanta that's Atlanta sound. That's Atlanta. I don't know what a North Carolina sound. Shit, where's New York's sound now? Well, now we're so interconnected though. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, because it is boom bap. Yeah. Like I wonder what D- Denver sound is. You know, no yeah. one ever talks about Denver. I yeah. wonder if they have the same issues um, we have here, like where we can't find our sound. Yeah, because we're borrowing like, other people's exactly. other other rooms. Yeah, with New York, we're Atlanta. That same problem where they can't find their sound because they're not in a certain market that was first with the music. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we're gonna find our sound. Yeah, I don't mean how many more sounds you think can be really really invented because exactly. you know at at a certain point. 
real raw creation stops and evolution of the of an older creation begins. You know what I mean? Oh, so you it's mean like, like a circle or something. Yeah, like the circle. And <laughs> maybe then Boom like, Bap will come back around and yeah, be hot but, in twenty twenty. But or some Boom Bap will come back as like a whole different morph version of it. You know what I mean? Like New York will make a strong comeback. Are we running out of instrumentation? Because that plays know. a big part into the sound. That does. Too. That does. That yeah. does play a huge part into the sound. Because you can't run out of sounds. I don't think. Nah. You can make your own sound. You really can. Yeah. Because yeah. really, yeah. everything, damn near everything in the world makes I'm sound, still waiting so. for that artist that come, comes with that new sound that we can kind of claim as, as North Carolina, as North Carolina sound. sound. Do you think it's going to happen in our lifetime? It'd be interesting if it does. I don't see it. And I don't think like, it's going to happen. ego to it. And it's a lot of ego as if there is a sound. Yeah, so there's not a sound, though. So what do you feel like? Yeah, they act like there's a sound, bro. How do you? All right, I'm about to go in on this. So like, how do you feel about like the whole like local scene and like niggas trying to make it and like the way they're promoting and things? I think it was funny. You know who else we need to get in here to have this conversation? We need to bring Damo Damo back. Damo, boy, because when I say she was going off on that live, that live one day, that shit was fire. I was proud of that. I was, Mm. yo, I was at work. Oh my god. It was. I think I saved it in my Facebook because I never wow. wanted to forget that moment. That mm. shit. I got to peep that. Oh man, she was going in, bro. She was like, "You local artists, y'all niggas ain't doing this. Y'all doing this. bro." She was going no. off, but it was. She was only speaking facts though, yeah. so that's why I was enjoying it. But like, but she comes from an interesting perspective because she works in radio, but she's not she an artist, so she works for artists, and she's like the outside looking in. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists are here, so they're not gonna. They're gonna take it a certain way because they're artists. And it's like, like you said, it's a great area because you're an artist and you're like, you're sh- almost like you're shitting on me because of the shit I put out. Yeah. The way I do my yeah. business. But like, you have to step outside yourself sometimes to realize what's going on. Like, you have to look inside your, your house windows to know what's going on inside your house. You got to step away to see if you can look at things exactly. ob- objectively. Like, you got to, you know, be and able to take criticism. That's the problem now. People are so into their self. Everything I put out is fire. Do you think that? Not, that, no, that's not definitely not always. Not well, everyone. It's not like, everybody. yeah, but that's how they act. It's definitely though. a large yeah, population, though, that, yeah. they, that think I like think that. that. Yeah, but you, it, it doesn't help when you have, like, a bunch of people who are sort of, like, egged on for you. It's like, oh, yeah, that shit is hot. That shit is hot. Yeah, so, we got to stop like that, whole, too. Yeah, I don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. We do have to stop that. We got to stop that. That's a good point. Out of, like the artists, the out of the artists of in the <laughs> local scene, whether you work with them or not, who do you feel like is actually on the right course to actually do their thing? Like you can see them taking it outside of North Carolina and making a name and a career for themselves and what their their artistic work. Mm. Whether it be outside of it doesn't have to be music. It could be Damo and radio. You know, it could be yeah. radio. It could be any entertainment aspect. That's a hard one, man. Because it's so much of the negative it's a associated lot. with it that yeah. I can't really see the positive too much. Like, when I see it, I can't really appreciate it as much. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't appreciate it, but it's like it's so much It's of, so clouded of it. It's yeah. so clouded of niggas think they're doing something. And not doing it's like It's like a facade of... It's so much like Atlanta has this thing, too, where everyone's rich, everyone's doing great, everyone has, you know, Jabot... Not Jabot, uh <laughs> Fucking, the, like, the, late, the ladies... The latest, the latest jeans, the latest car, it's like, it's so much flex. That's what I meant. Like, oh, so yeah, much yeah, flex yeah. going on that I can't see who's actually... Working for real, yeah, yeah, you know that's true. So, You're right, because even if it looks good on camera, it's right. like their business is probably terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um, I can't speak on who I, because I can't. It's hard, bro. Because I don't know. Hmm. hmm. I know, like, <laughs> there's Nick- a lot of people that have talent. They just don't have the business. And it's people that have the business that don't have talent. They have the money, the the, the financial, the yeah, because mm-hmm. you know they travel. That's a big part of it, man. I think, I think that, I think that, a, yeah, and I think that's something that people. Are trying to like consciously ignore mm. how much money it'll it'll take take to do something. It takes. I mean, it takes it takes money for sure, it takes man. A lot. I mean, like 
I when I, I think you per- do a lot without it, but it definitely still do, takes you money. You can do though. a lot without it, but when it comes to that marketing, and sometimes you don't have yeah. time to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard for me. It's going to take money either way. Like, hope maybe I'll be blessed to be in the same room of this person that runs mm-hmm. this popping blog, and then we can have a good conversation. But sometimes I don't have time to even make that connection, or the connection might not make. But if I send this PayPal through, it's going to get popping for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it takes money, but it can be done without yeah. too it much can, money. It can it's be done all about my... eyeballs. It's like but we're not in this location you. where you're gonna mm. run into the people that are in uh, influence. You don't positions. need that anymore. You just need eyeballs. You need people mm, looking at you, listening to your music. Oh. You need numbers, mm. really. You need and the people kind of come to you because you're popping off this da 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 da. I made this music. This done. This did this amount of money. Uh, this amount of views or whatever. I have this merch. People are buying from me. Um, I have a, fo- a cult like following, and people are tapping into that. And I think a lot of you have that. I think a lot of that falls right back into just the quality of the work too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because that is something. Yeah, it definitely does. Because even when I see artists um, like it's super big, they always say like the music is the the music has to be right first before we mm. do any of this other shit. Right, if the right. music's not right, none of this matters. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but who's who music going to be right? Like the first the first stab at it. It's not. I mean, it's not always going to be that way. No potential there, and if there's yeah. potential there, and you have the the structure right, then, then it, you it, it, yeah, and then you'll see growth, and then as long as you continue to move, I mean, then you'll have new experiences and things to talk about. I mean, and then you'll be able to talk about your struggle within your process as well, and that can even drive you more. And then now you have mm-hmm. content altogether. So I do. I, I do enjoy showing people the the. Like the slow grow, glow up. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's 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 better. I think and it's people better enjoy that a slow burn than a quick. Like yeah, because yeah. I mean yeah. people Get that even fame see really with this, overnight. Like, mm-hmm. This used to be against the wall. Like yeah. my sister's friend brought it up to me. That's how I knew people are paying attention to the little details that we're doing. Oh, like mm-hmm. when we move this in and like make this into more of a wall. Yeah. Shit, like I see you doing your podcast. You done got a little boxed in area and everything. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I, you know, I was that that was clearly I a, see that a, the right. Mo- yeah, you know, right. just like slowly right, right. a slow build up. You know, yeah. it's always nice. Yeah. But uh, before we get out of here, man, like, what other last words you got for us, man? Like, you want to tell the people anything about anything, anything, literally. Anything. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up that maybe you want to? Yeah. You up, know, up and coming ventures, or you know, uh, definitely your handles and how to get in contact to with you people to look out for or anything. I'm working, man. It's more yeah. like ideas and trying to pit them into uh, something I can actually execute on. Uh, you can follow me on social media. My Instagram is Head Graphics. That's with Head Graphics with an X at the end. So H E A D G R A P H I X. That's the same for Twitter. Facebook probably would be the same in the search. Uh, you can follow my SoundCloud. I have a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got SoundClouds? I, it's crazy. I have a SoundCloud. People follow me on it. But I got like maybe, because I was doing a blog at the time. Yeah. And the blog, when I was doing it, it wouldn't allow me to play my own music. So I had to make a SoundCloud. And I got a couple songs on there just from, um, I got a song from Kizzy up there that I was like doing a, a blog for her about. Um, so I had I made it for that. But people still follow me on it. So I, I, I think I got it just to see what's going on, like my timeline to see like new artists. How many followers like you got on it? I don't, I don't really know. I don't, don't know. know. Probably like 50 or something like that. 40, yeah. some, something like that. But I'm not active on it, but like I got a SoundCloud if y'all want to. But follow him on <laughs> yeah. Twitter though. <laughs> yeah, follow me on Twitter because like. He's on Twitter. I'm on yeah. Twitter. And that's where my brain is. So Yeah. <laughs> but Boy, yeah, man. That's the uh, head graphics interview, y'all. Oh, yeah. so we out of here. Yeah, You're man. dropping bombs. Yes, <laughs> uh, you already cut it?